What's going on, everyone? Jamie Eisner here. No Chris Schubert. He is sipping pina coladas on a cruise ship somewhere off the coast of Miami right now with really not a care in the world. And one thing I can tell you he hasn't seen yet, he hasn't seen the Dominion card. He has not watched the show. I know he came on here, Anchor, a few days ago and said he was going to stay up. He had this grand scheme of sleep patterns so he could watch the show, and then he didn't. So, But I did. At least most of it. I watched the, most of the second half of the show. And I just wanted to kind of briefly touch on uh, a couple of the main matches. Let's talk about uh, the two main events, the, the Intercontinental title, uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Chris Jericho, where Chris Jericho becomes the new IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Um, you know, I thought it was a pretty decent match. I know some people have been critical of Chris Jericho and his time in New Japan that maybe he doesn't take the same risks, the same kind of bumps that you see uh, in a lot of the matches, particularly the undercard and junior matches that occur on New Japan uh, major shows. I don't really call them the same pay-per-views, but uh, major shows. But I thought he had a really strong performance here. I thought he was the classic heel character that you wanted him to be. And I found it interesting that uh, on a side note, that uh, American wrestling fans kind of get a a bad rap from, let's say, a lot of the old school either promoters or announcers or people that used to be in the business wrestlers that uh, that they they chew heels too much and that they they people want to be the cool heel. Well, I would say you would look at that match and every single element of that match, Chris Jericho played a heel and played it to a T. Yeah, the Japanese crowd was still solidly behind him, and I know Tetsuya Naito's kind of had a back and forth run of healdom he is not exactly the uh, the, the pinnacle of all baby faces but uh, Chris Jericho widely cheered widely heard some Y2J chants from the Japanese audience even though every single thing he did during that match was classic heel style uh, but you know it, it was a pretty good show overall um, I'm happy to see Chris Jericho win the belt I think that's actually good for New Japan I know there's some New Japan let's call them traditionalists that think that you know he's a uh, you know, he's a part-timer in that company. He's coming over and beating one of their biggest stars. That's not good for the company. I, I would disagree. New Japan is making a conscious effort to expand their region to North America. We've seen the show they're going to do at the Cow Palace. We've seen the shows that they've done in Long Beach the last couple of years. They're trying to bridge that gap between a North American audience that is yearning for more of their style of professional wrestling and that gap can be bridged by a guy like Chris Jericho. And, and I think as you're trying for New Japan to get more people to be fans of people that are not in the Bullet Club, because I've talked a lot about this on the show before, where I think a lot of times New Japan's popularity in the States is overestimated, where it's really Bullet Club that is more over than New Japan, the promotion. Um, I think this is a good way to kind of bridge that gap, get people talking on this side of the world about Chris Jericho being the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, uh, getting people kind of exposed to Tetsuya Naito and to some other characters that they haven't seen them before. Because it's very important that wrestling fans like us, you know, like you you and me, you know, you're listening to a wrestling anchor right now, so you're probably a hardcore fan, that we realize that there are a lot of people that aren't watching this type of wrestling or aren't watching a variety of wrestling and that we don't take for granted that people know who a guy like Tetsuya Naito is, that they know who a Kajushko Okada is, a Marty Skrull, these guys that are that are uh, Will Ospreay, for example, let's not use Marty Skrull because he is part of Bullet Club, these non-Bullet Club members that they just assume that they that they know them because that's not necessarily the case. So Chris Jericho with a pretty solid match there. It was, it was a very brutal start. I kind of I like that kind of start um, with, with Jericho attacking Naito right away. Can't get his ring jacket or his, his ring pants off. 
uh, until late in the match. I thought it was really, it was a really good show, um, a really good showing. Excuse me, by Chris Jericho, and I'm interested to see how long this feud runs and how often Chris Jericho is going to continue working in New Japan and how often does he work? Does he only work the big shows? Does he take a let's say a a Brock Lesnar like approach to compare it to WWE? Uh, I'm very interested in that. And then the other main event, which was the highly anticipated fourth match, uh, two out of three falls between uh, Kazushka Okada and Kenny Omega for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And I, I think it lived up to the hype. I, I, you know, as I was watching the match, I was trying to do what everybody was, which was where does this place uh, in one, two, three, where, where does it go in that order for, for Okada Omega? I, I think it's might be the number two for me. Um, I might, uh, it's either two or three. Uh, I, I think two, one, three, it's clearly better than Okada Omega three. Uh, it's tough to beat number one just because that was such a great match. It started everything. Um, so there's kind of a sentimental feeling about Okada Omega one. I think still to this day, Okada Omega two was, was the best of the bunch, but this was a really, really strong showing. Um, I like that Okada won the first fall without a finisher without a rainmaker because uh, I think that kind of led to oh okay so he's gonna he hasn't used his finisher yet so he's gonna clearly use his finisher for most likely the third fall but one of the second or third falls and he's gonna retain the belt and that's not what they did Kenny Omega wins two straight falls uh, I, I just thought great storytelling you know one of the things that I really liked throughout this series of matches is the the theme the motif of exhaustion you know, you see in a boxing match, you see two boxers, especially as they get late into the rounds, you get in double-digit rounds, when they start to clench a lot more, they're holding on to each other, they're not throwing as many offensive maneuvers because they are physically tired. Uh, for those of you that might have watched UFC uh, over the weekend, UFC Chicago, you see that with, with MMA fighters as well. There's a point, especially in those five-round fights, where you're not throwing the same volume with the same strength uh, of strikes in round five, typically as you are in round one, you were just not fresh enough yet. That story doesn't always get told in pro wrestling. We see guys sell injuries. We see guys, you know, somebody gets their leg worked and they're limping on that leg more, but you don't always see believable exhaustion selling in WWE. And we've seen it throughout this series. I love where, you know, Kajushko Okada hits the Rainmaker, but he's not able to muster enough strength to to cover Kenny Omega. We've seen the spot now in a couple different matches where Kenny Omega's thrown off the ropes. Kajushu Okada goes for a move off the ropes, but Omega is too tired to even bounce back off the ropes and just kind of collapses once he hits them. I think that's really strong storytelling. I think it was a really excellent match. Uh, I, I Again, it's the series between those two over the last couple of years has been absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's a wrong way to order them or rank them. I think I put this match number four is either second or third on that list but they were all really really strong and then just to kind of put a put a bow on this thing obviously uh the young bucks congratulations to them they are now iwgp heavyweight tag team champions uh that is that is a title that has eluded them as they've been running in the in the junior ranks for their the tenure of their time in new japan pro wrestling uh and you know with them winning with kenny omega winning the iwgp heavyweight championship and forming Alongside Kota Ibushi, the Golden Elite, which is now, uh, I believe, the number one, the fastest they've sold out a shirt, I think, of all time for them. I think they talked about this today, that, that the merch sales on the Golden Elite shirts on YoungBucks.com and Pro Wrestling Tees, it surpassed any other shirt that they've had, including the Cease and Desist shirts, which were unbelievably popular at the time. So congratulations to them. It was a really, really strong show overall. I, I think the, the pacing of this show was a lot better. 
I think the high quality was a lot better. I, I felt like because they gave so much time to Okada Omega, which I believe bell to bell was about an hour and 15 minutes, if I'm not mistaken, that I think that they didn't overdo some of the other matches, which I think has been a problem for some of their North American shows where I think they've given almost too much time to too many matches where it really starts to wear down your audience that if, if you're going beyond the 15 or 20 minute mark, the match really needs to dictate that it deserves that and not every match needs to be a 25 minute match. Uh, so I was really excited with the show. I would give this show a solid A grade. I'm interested to see what Chris thinks when he gets off of his, uh, when he gets off, he sobers up off of his cruise ship uh, and uh, makes it back on the land and gets a chance to view the show. But I wonder what you guys think. So either reply to us, go to frsslam.com, at frs underscore slam on Twitter, and let us know what did you think of the show, what did you like, what did you not like. And of course, you're going to have to tell us, where does Okada Omega 4 rank along your list of court, in this quartet of matches? <laughs>